Hey everybody, welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. Uh, it's Wednesday afternoon, the market is closed. I caught up with Don Durrett for today's post-market commentary. And the conversation just completely blew me away and actually went really long. And we talked about what happened today and then his expectations of things to come, not only with the rest of this year, but maybe even a year or two into the future. Great conversation. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to air the first part of that conversation now for today's post-market commentary. And then what we're going to do is Friday morning, we will air the second part of that conversation. There's a great offer at the end of both of these discussions for all of our listeners out there you're going to want to take advantage of. But that's how we're going to play it. Great conversation with Don. I want to kind of break it up for everybody to get the full effect. So here we go. Part one, Don Durrett from goldstockdata.com. Enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back into Mining Stock Daily with some post-market commentary this Wednesday afternoon. Another volatile day in the precious metals market, starting off with gold. Gold, uh, December gold was down twenty over $27, or about 1.5% uh, today. Uh, silver also had a down day, uh, down over 3.5%, is trading at $27.61. The miners, oddly enough, uh, per the GDX and GDX day, uh, started off lower but kind of caught a bit throughout the day. The GDX was actually up 10 cents, so that's a, well, about a quarter of a percentage point. The GDXJ, uh, same situation, although ended down about half a percent. Uh, there was some buying that came into it for some support. So really interesting day in precious metals. Also an interesting day in the overall stock market. Uh, lots of inflow. Uh, it was a mixed bag until about the last hour or two of trading. And so I'm really happy to have Don Durrett here, goldstockdata.com. Uh, Don, welcome back to Mining Stock Daily. This this was just a really interesting day. Yeah, Trevor, thanks for having me back. Yeah, um, go ahead. Yeah, no, it's, you know, I we're, we're talking about can the markets continue to move up, the overall markets? Can they continue to go higher and higher per some of these tech stocks. I saw some bids in for some of the retail stocks even. Uh, all this is moving up on back of volatility moving up as well, Don. So, you know, what surprised you or caught you off guard today and what are your expectations for, uh, you know, the rest of the year? Um, yeah, so my, I just did my newsletter. So this is the first of the month. So I was right at the end of the month. So it's kind of a good time to catch me. So I've, <laughs> all this stuff in my head. Um, so gold um, at 1950. So for me, you know, you know, it was down a little bit today, but you know, 1950 is kind of a, a still a very strong area for gold. Um, you know, the producers are doing really well. It's a real healthy market for, say, for producers. Um, but simultaneous to that, um, I think that 2000 is a very important level for gold. So anything below 2,000 um, is kind of a danger. I consider it a danger zone. I want to I want to be over 2,000. Um, and so with the stock market, you know, at 34 S&P 500 at 3,500. I thought 3,400 was pretty much the top. So this this feels like a blow off rally to me. Um, I don't I'm not expecting it to go much higher. I I wrote in my newsletter that I'm expecting a correction in the next three months, a significant correction. 
And gold is kind of uh, signaling that it wants to correct staying under 2000. So, so um, I'm expecting a, in the next three months a significant correction in both the stock market and in gold. Um, but gold has so much wind at its back right now, I don't see it as a meltdown. I mean, we could get down to 1800, maybe a little lower than that. I mean, depending on how hard the stock market sells off, I mean, potentially we could probably get down to 1700. That would be a really bad blow off. But the, the wind, there's so many positive things for gold right now. So much uncertainty, the, the, the overall economy being weak, negative real rates, uh, the dollar being weak. Um, everything seems to say that even if it does correct, it's going to bounce back. Um, and then once we get over 2000, then it's kind of, um, that's, that's kind of the go zone. And especially if we get to say $2,200 gold, I think that's going to be a really, really strong area for gold. So we're still, still riding the wall of worry up on gold prices. We're not there yet. It's like this bull market just started. It's not like we've, it's not, we haven't been doing this for very long. The silver bull market just started three weeks ago. So it's still early innings here. Do you foresee somewhat of a massive liquidating effect in every every market that we saw back in March, Don? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, because everybody thought that um, I think this rally really kind of kicked into gear in, in July, thinking that we're going to have this V-shaped re return. But now we're seeing the COVID virus, you know, extend and it's, it's going to create damage to the economy. So we're not getting a V. And in fact, we're seeing more and more layoffs uh, in corporations. We're seeing more mass layoffs. And I think we're going to have um, a weak economy here um, at least through the end of the year. Um, so first quarter, I think it'll remain be weak. So second quarter of next year is really going to be kind of critical for the economy coming back to life. Um, I wanted to say something about MMT. So, you know, modern monetary theory, that, that's, so basically before, I'll get a little historical <laughs> lesson here. Before we used to, MMT never existed. We call it Keynesian economics. And Keynesian economics was really about um, uh, adding debt, the government. It was more about, um, you know, fiscal policy, um, adding more debt by the government. The government basically expanding its balance sheet um, to expand debt to basically stimulate the economy. M&T basically is more not just about expanding debt, but it's more about bailing people out and buying things. Not only bailing out people, but literally buying assets just directly. Like Japan started this in 1989 when they basically when they started collapsing. And they started in the early 90s, they started literally buying stocks and bonds and buying their government debt. And that and so what's happening today is MMT is expanding and you're seeing the Fed having no um, restraint, if you will, on expansion of their uh, balance sheet, basically printing money and buying any assets that they think they need to buy. Um, Right now, they're not buying stocks, but they are buying bonds, um, which is basically the same thing. And you're seeing the government expand its um, debt. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have a $2 trillion deficit this year. So MMT is, is an unknown quantity. We don't know. We know MMT is going to create some inflation. We don't know if it's going to create hyperinflation. It could. 
We don't know if MMT is going to be able to kick the can down the road further, which could basically ignite the economy like second quarter next year. And gold basically can't get to um, it gets delayed. This this bull market might kind of go into hibernation mode and not for me that for this bull market to culminate, it needs to get to at least three thousand dollar gold. If it doesn't get to 3000 then I think the bull market is going to basically go into hibernation and then, and then get reignited maybe in 2022. So that, for me, is a big unknown. Well, that's a long-term outlook there, Don. I, I haven't heard anything, you know, two, two, two and a half years uh, out in front. You know, well, it's, it's you did mention MMT there quite a bit. Uh, we've seen almost everything leading up to the Fed just going in and buying stocks and uh, federal debt. We've seen it by corporate debt. Obviously, they haven't made any being. They haven't been bashful about that. Um, I the bull case for gold long term is is intact here. Yes, it is intact. My point is that we could get a delay. In other words, so. COVID was something that was unexpected. We were expecting some type of a recession after its nine year, you know, since 2009. There's this 10 year of growth. Um, it basically started in June of 2009 and we haven't had a recession. So COVID kind of came in and created this, you know, this recession, but it was, it was, it was, it was kind of odd. So I think it's possible that the gold bull market is kind of riding on the tails of this COVID thing. And that once COVID goes away, the economy could kind of come back to life and slow the gold bull market down. Now, again, that's a possibility. If it does happen, I expect um, gold to just kind of retrace a little bit, maybe back down to 1700 or something, and then start marching higher as um, this bu this bump from MMT, if you will, doesn't last. And that's where we're going to leave it for today. Trust me, I would love to skip tomorrow and go straight to Friday morning when I can air the rest of the conversation because Don and I talk how to play this market. Do you get defensive? Can you get aggressive? Where do you do that? Where can you hedge? What about these mid-tiers and their margins, the low-cost producing mid-tiers? Is it time to take profit on those exploration stocks? We just cover so much. Can't wait to air it for you. He also has a very special offer for all of you listeners out there. If you go to goldstockdata.com, click on the contact link at the webpage and shoot Don an email. He will set you up for a free two-week trial subscription to goldstockdata.com. <laughs> it's worth every second it's going to take you to shoot him an email. Trust me. All right, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the news briefing. Have yourself a great day. Man, I can't wait for Friday morning. You're going to love it. I'm Trevor Hall. Have a good night. Be well.